Damnation! Burns is something you should always do when you find a gun. Say goodbye. Always check the bear. Well, welcome back, everybody, to Take Me to Your Reader, discussing adapted science fiction at its best and worst. I'm Seth. I'm James. And I'm Colin. And this time we are going to be picking up the dangling thread that we left off last year when we started talking about The Most Dangerous Game. And we arbitrarily decided to cover the movies that were at least within a definite or indefinite article of The Most Dangerous Game. (laughs) So we did that on the previous episode. Uh, This time we're picking up some more tangentially adapted, one that's not super tangential. And uh, so, yeah, we're going to be doing that. Um, So if you have not listened to that previous episode, we invite you, of course, to go back and do that. Read the story because it's not very long and watch some of the movies, including the 1932 movie, uh, the Queeby series. And no, we do not recommend (laughs) that anybody ever watch whatever the, I think it was 2022, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, 2022. uh, Oh yeah. Right. With Casper Van, whatever. Yes. Casper Van Starship Troopers. Right. Uh, But um, (laughs) yeah. So this time on, on the agenda, at least for possibly discussing today. Are, or at least we'll get a mention, 1945, A Game of Death, not to be confused with the Bruce Lee movie, Game of Death, which I totally <laughs> wanted to watch. It's the one that he died during while they were making it. It's the one with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar oh, wow. in it. Wow. Um, so I, I probably will still watch it. Hard Target from 1993, and uh, then Surviving the Game from 1994, and then also possibly The Hunt from 2020. So uh, we are not going to be discussing Deadly Prey, which is on on the Wikipedia page. There's a whole Wikipedia page about adaptations of the most dangerous game, and Deadly Prey is one of them that I have seen, and it features a scene of a of the main character cutting a guy's arm off and then bludgeoning him to death with it. <laughs> so, oh dang, it is amazing. That's fantastic. Um, if if you want more coverage of that, Red Letter Media did one of their best of the worsts with oh, that gosh. and like Hard Ticket to Hawaii and some other movie. And I I've seen two of those movies. <laughs> so, uh it's a it's pretty fantastic. Um but uh I'll, I'll maybe I'll put a link in there. Easiest thing probably to go chronological? Yeah, I mean the movies sure. are absolutely so different from one another. Yeah. And well, Two of them are kind of similar. Depends on which well, one you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And on that Wikipedia page, I'm not sure we can consider that a uh, an accurate reference because it seems like the definition of the most dangerous game is is people hunting people. Right. And not to right. dredge oh, the, the previous. the luckiest people. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And, and when you look down the list, there's like a Roger Corman movie. There's a sexploitation movie. Yes. There, right. There's all kinds of uh, things. But... Yeah, I don't think we necessarily consider everything on that page canon, and we're not going to attempt to watch all of the movies, right? Because <laughs> no, we could do that for the next year and have a hard time doing it. So, anyhow, 1945, A Game of Death, directed by Robert Wise, who also directed The Day the Earth Stood Still and The Andromeda Strain, which we've covered on here. Yes. Uh, he also directed and won Academy Awards for The Sound of Music and West Side Story, and wow. also directed uh, Star Trek The Motion Picture. Yeah. Uh, I don't really recognize anybody on the cast list. It's it's not a cast list I'm familiar with. I guess it's the same with the 1932 one. I, I knew Faye Ray. Well, yes. Um, and right. I guess the other guy was in King Kong as well, right? This one, there is one of the people, the captain of the boat is Jason Robards Sr. Um, we, oh. the, um, <laughs> what was it? The one we did with Phil. Something Wicked, This Way Comes. Yes. Jason mm-hmm. Robards Jr. is in that one. It's his son. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. It's just a remake of the 1932 movie. For the right. most part, yeah. <laughs> yeah. A beat-for-beat beat remake. And you mentioned that there were also... Damn uh, near. 
outtakes <laughs> from this from the 1932 movie and the 1945 movie. Yeah, yeah. So like B-roll footage stuff they didn't use in the 1932 one. Right. Evidently they used here because yeah, like you you mentioned, yeah, some of the jungle hunting stuff and like, like the, the whole awfully yeah. similar. That's because it yeah. was exactly yep. similar. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Well, yep. and, and at the very end, <laughs> <Now> I know. <laughs> so, so we're going full spoilers on these, and we're not going to dwell super long on any of them. I'm sure. Um, but the 1945 one, the very ending scene when they're going in the boat, I think if you zoomed in on that, you can see it's Faye Ray. <laughs> so, because the hair is completely different than, than the oh other Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, let's briefly talk about the 1945 one. It, it, it has exactly the same premise, obviously. Right. It, it has the discussion. We, we talked about this, about the speculative fiction premise of it is the man discovering what it's like to be the hunted. Right. Well, not just a man, but a hunter. A hunter. Yeah. Who yeah. initially, you know, mm-hmm. dismisses the idea, oh, the animal knows what's going on. Right. And it's it's Rainsford again. Right. And uh, it's it's not, he doesn't fall off the boat chasing a pipe. <laughs> right. I was going to say, I felt like the beginning of the movie was a little bit shorter with the boat. The, yes. Like they, they, they got shipwrecked a lot faster. They did. And there yeah. were sharks. So that was cool. There were sharks. Unfortunately, no lasers on their heads, but. No. <laughs> no, correct. Yeah, um, but yeah, Rainsford is the hunter, and he's mm-hmm. the only one who makes it to land. It looks like the same set, virtually the same set, anyway. From from the, the house, picture. the outside of the house, anyway, is different. Okay, the inside. Seems, yeah, the inside similar. sure looks the same. Yeah, the outside. I thought he was walking up on a hut the first time. Yeah, it was a little dark to see. I'm like, oh, this isn't a mansion. Well, and he, then he goes inside and I'm like, it is. It's like a Harry Potter mansion. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Harry Potter tent. <laughs> um, one of the differences here uh, is it's post-World War II. And so now instead of it being Baron Zeroff, it's now right. whoever, Zieg- not Ziegler. Krieger. Krieger, Krieger. yes. Um, Which means warrior in German. Right, right. Um, but yeah, the, John Loder is Don plays Rainsford and Audrey Long mm-hmm. plays Miss Trowbridge. And then we have Edgar... Barrier as I would say, Krieger. Was it Bob, her brother? Mm-hmm. Bob. Wasn't quite as terrible in this movie as he no, was in the I, the, 32 And movie. so I'll say just off the top, <laughs> I like this one better than the 1932 one. Part of it, I yeah. think, is it's been preserved better. Um, you know, definitely it's, it's yeah. newer. And the, so, the quality, has yeah, the, the quality of both better. the video and the audio is better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, and there's a little more character nuance to it because Bob mm-hmm. is just a lush in the in the original one, and in this right. one, he's pretending to be drunk, right? Because he knows something's something's up, right? Right. right. And so, so he's actually like a little bit more participative. Yeah. How do you want to say it? Yeah. Participatory. <laughs> there you go. Involved. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, and and so like how we distilled that. Yeah. There, <laughs> um, there's some subterfuge, right? Where where they they mm-hmm. uh, I, I like the fact that Rainsford goes out and sets traps during the night once, once he realized what's going on. Now it's not true to the story, obviously, because, because none of these, well, I guess not none of them. Um, none of the straight up adaptations had multiple day things happen. I guess the Queeby one did, but yeah, um, it's not really a straight up adaptation. It's more the running man or squid game. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Running squid. But you know, stretching it out's not bad because they gave them, it gave them a little bit of time to do character development. Yes. Yeah. uh, That you don't, you can't always do in movies inside of a day. Really, yeah. really short movies usually do not lend themselves to good character development. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's true. I did like more of the traps from the 32 movie than the 45 movie, but... There weren't many traps, 
really. There, there was the the deadfall one that he tried to get him with. Was yeah. it? Or did, uh, yeah, I guess with because the other did deadfall. He did the like ad hoc spear in the ground and an angle thing through the fog. Sure, with the dog handler ran into. Yeah, right. Yeah. But then it has the same ending basically, where where he's wrestling with a dog. The dog gets shot, and he falls over and then shows up at the front door again. I was really right. hoping when when he fell over, I thought, okay, I I, I want him to show up in. The bedroom. Krieger's bedroom. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. I, I wanted to see that, but, but alas, it's, it's the same. He crashed the, the piano bars. The, the, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, the, the fight is a little better choreographed than the 1932 one. It, it's still very 1940s kind of stage fighting right. sort of stuff. Yeah. They're basically like rolling on the floor. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is such a copy of the 1932. The, uh, yeah. The guy does the little forehead touch thing. Yep. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Touching the Harry Potter scar. Yes. It, I, yeah, at the end of the movie, I, w- I had me wondering, why did they do this? It, yeah, it's I wonder. Only, what, short, thir- I guess, 13 years later? Which, I mean, nowadays, we see, we see remakes sooner than that, so I guess. But yeah. still, but when do you see a remake that is so absolutely faithful to the original movie they're remaking? Right. Everyone yeah, that, always wants that, to put their that's own the stamp yeah, or, or take on it. I don't I know. Know. It's like they didn't try and do anything different. They just did the same thing. I'm like... I don't know. I mean, think about the Christmas Carol adaptations. There's a bazillion of those, and most of them are very, very similar. Yeah, but that's a Christmas Carol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why? Why with this story? Right. Like, yeah. 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 Why this? Why, why with this? Movie? I mean, notably, it's the same studio, RKO. Right? Yeah. Even. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's maybe it was a thing like the Fantastic Four uh, from like 1990, where they had to make a movie. Like a license, Contractually, they had to make a movie thing. to yeah. keep the property. Oh, right. And uh, Fox. To, to keep it. And so they made one and then they never released it. Um, <laughs> the legalese, I guess, or maybe, maybe it was released, but like not very much released. Um, right. Like the blazing saddle TV series. Yes. Right. Right. You <laughs> talked about that before where they, they were obligated to make right. it. Yeah. And did, mm-hmm. but it has never seen the light of day. Yeah. Yeah. It must be depressing as an actor or something like that, to do that. And then, yeah, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. It'd be kind of disappointing, I guess. Cause they probably didn't know, you know, during the, Maybe the producers are something new, but I'm sure the actors didn't know yeah. that what they're doing was ever yeah. going to make it. This one gives the female character a little more to do, right? Because she helps cover for Rainsford while he's out uh, doing stuff. Where <laughs> that breakfast calling right. Plesky back. <laughs> yeah. like, hey, these eggs are overdone. <laughs> I'm famished this morning. Can I please have this, this, and some bacon, and some of that over there? And la, 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 la. Yeah. But they sniff him yeah, out. Yeah, she forgot the nice. waffles. There was, one, there was one really nice directing moment when uh, Krieger came back from, from his hunt. And it kind of followed him in through through the dungeon, you know, area, the the lower area of his castle, and the camera kind of went it went behind a couple pillars and stuff. It was just, it like I liked the way it moved and tracked him. It was it was cool, but yeah, I kind of I kind of appreciated it more than the thirty two one. Even though I think honestly, mm-hmm. in terms of the performance from the main bad guy, I like the Baron Zaroff guy. Yeah, yeah. Say you will hunt with me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I guess the other thing to keep in mind is that 1945, that means movies are 30 years old. Yeah, something like that. So maybe they saw a chance to improve on something for relatively low cost. They didn't have to pay for much of a new script. Right. right. We got this this B-roll sitting around. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have to do any uh, any reshoots. The reshoots were done on the previous movie. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, what, I mean, what do you, you think? I mean, like, you watched it with Kathy. Yeah. What did she think? She hadn't, she hadn't seen the 32, right? I... I think no. she saw parts of it. No, we watched at James' house. Yeah, then she didn't see parts yeah. of it. So I had to explain to her about all about it. Mm. Um, she thought it was okay. Mm-hmm. Not great. Yeah. You get an M rating at all? No, she didn't watch it. I watched, I watched it on my phone all day. <laughs> 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 well, 
<laughs> this one we found on YouTube. I'm not I'm not sure if it's it's probably not out of copyright. Yeah, never it's, know. It's possible some movies do fall out of fall into public domain, but I wasn't able to determine that it had. I think I mentioned in the previous episode that I thought it had, but I think I was thinking of something else that we were considering doing as a Christmas episode. So, yeah. uh, should we move on? Yes. Okay, so we're jumping. 50 years sweet uh, yes to 1993 hard target <laughs> and essentially an excuse to watch jean-claude van damme <laughs> yes um, yes where it's the most dangerous game set in louisiana right because you have to explain his accent that's that's the thing like all the movies try to do this they're like he's canadian <laughs> like, yeah, no, how about just let him be mysterious it's fine uh-huh. but real quick What's your experience with Jean-Claude Van Damme? Have you watched a lot of his movies or very few? I watched Bloodsport when it came out. Ooh, nice. nice. So, you know, that, of course, at the time in the 90s was amazing. It was a sensation, right. yeah. 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 Um, a lot of movies made since then? <laughs> I, yeah, I, I pretty much, I mean, like, I, I've, I've said this on the podcast, I think, before, where, like, fans of martial arts, mm-hmm. uh, of our generation... Like there was a whole genre of movies, sort of like ninja movies, martial arts movies. And like now, like all the Avengers movies have amazing martial right. arts and stuff in them. All every, every movie out there, the Bourne movies, you know, they all have awesome fight choreography. John, John Wick. Yes. Um, but back then it's like, you're going to, I'm going to go get this right. B movie thing. It's got Jean-Claude Van Damme and it's going to have a bunch of good fighting in it. It has like seven minutes of fighting in it and the rest of it is just a garbage <laughs> plot. Um, but uh, although Cyborg, Cyborg is a fantastic B movie um, that I saw in the theater. It's a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. What was the other movie, sci-fi movie he made? Time, Time Cop? Cop? No, 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 not Time Cop. Uh, Time Cop is fantastic. Universal Soldier. Universal Soldier, uh, that's a solid movie. I think that's a much better movie than Cyborg. Hmm. Have you seen Cyborg? No. Okay. Street Fighter? Cyborg Street definitely Fighter? is a B movie, but... but <laughs> It has some merits to it. But yeah, Universal Soldier is a solid movie. Um, Sudden Death, actually, and it's not really a martial arts movie. It's a very good action movie hmm. um, set in a hockey rink. So it's Die Hard in a hockey rink. <laughs> and yeah, it's it's good stuff. I, th- I think it's one of his better movies. And actually, uh, JCVD, which is a movie from just a few years ago, maybe that's probably 15 years ago. But he, I mean, he was like in his hmm. 50s by the time he was doing it. And there's a super long, uh, there's, there's a, a, a long one in it, and it's, him acting in a movie and being shot because he's playing himself. Oh, right. um, <laughs> it's, it's really good. Um, th- th- there's a scene, there's an interesting scene where he's like sitting someplace and all of a sudden his chair rises up and he just does this monologue to the camera, breaking the fourth wall. Um, it's this, this super emotional speech and it's in, in Belgian. Wow. Um, is that what they speak? Yeah, I guess Belgian, right. Or Frisian. What do they speak? What do you ask? Flemish in Belgium? In Belgium? It's French. I know there are parts of Belgium where they speak French, but I think there's Flemish in there as well. But mm, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go still go with French though. <laughs> okay, we'll go with that. So, yeah, sorry, digression about Jean Claude Van Damme. Now, 1994 movie directed by John Woo, who's our favorite, right? We, every, we, we love all his movies. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I was impossible too. <laughs> I love the Mission Impossible movies, but I can't get behind that one. Paycheck, <laughs> paycheck is not good. <laughs> now, my next question for you is name a John Woo movie that we have reviewed. That we liked. Well, this is only our second one, isn't it? Or is it our third one? That would be the third one. What was the second one we did? Oh, we haven't done Mission Impossible 2. Sorry. No, I didn't. Yeah. Maybe just two. I think this is the second one. What was the first one? <laughs> so I'm still going to have to keep thinking about one that I like. <laughs> <laughs> um, Broken Arrow, I actually kind of like. And uh, Wait, no, no, no. What was the first one? What, what, Paycheck. What? Paycheck. Ben Affleck. We covered Paycheck? We did. Summer of Philip K. Dick. 
Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. There have been right. so many of them. It is hard to keep them yeah, straight. <laughs> it, I, I, was, I was mentioning the other day that, you know, <laughs> next year is our 10th year of doing this. <laughs> yeah. So, it's been a while. Uh, yeah. It has been a while. There's at least 120 episodes. Gosh. Maybe yep. more. <laughs> yeah. So, also starring Lance Henriksen, uh, Arnold Vosloo, and Yancey Butler from Witchblade. Yes. Mm. Uh, which is a sad story because um, yeah. she had some substance abuse problems that kind of got her mm. right out of Hollywood. Previous uh, history with Hard Target? None. You hadn't seen it before? No. Uh, James, you oh, had? Oh, hell yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'd definitely seen it as well. I've seen a ton of his movies. He's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Like I mentioned, I, I, I watched a lot of them. And he's, he's rocking the, you know, super Jean-Claude Van Damme power mullet. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Along with a trench coat, which is really great. And right. The, trench coat with the, the arms pulled up. <laughs> yeah. And the alligator boots. And, yeah. Classic. Like. <laughs> um, it's, it's awful, though. <laughs> so bad yeah. <laughs> i mean it's fun it, it, it's if, if you're in the right mood i mean i just i don't appreciate john wick i i'm not john wick i like john wick we love john wick i i do not appreciate john Wu. i'd kind of like to watch some of his hong kong stuff i know mm-hmm. that there's some really well-regarded ones of those but his style just like it doesn't it doesn't work yeah, for me it's not working for you i mean this is a movie where jean-claude van damme <laughs> literally punches a snake in the face <laughs> And there's lots of lots of arrows flying through, like the arrow zoom in thing. Yep, yeah. Well, and and the action scenes. I mean, you know, respect where it's due. There's some cool stunt work. You know, the the, the mm-hmm. standing on the motorcycle, shooting two guns, and then jumping <laughs> over, doing a vault over the top of a right of a truck, uh, and then landing, of course, with very little damage whatsoever. Yeah, right. even though, like, yeah, you would be all road rash and probably <laughs> broken everything. <laughs> So I, I have this threshold of, of, you know, where I lose the lack of the suspension of disbelief. Mm. Like, I really, really like the movie Speed. I yes. thought it was tons of fun. I thought it was mm. suspenseful and full of action. And then the bridge. The jump. And, and that whole, the, right. I, it's like, uh, yeah, I was just, I was lost after that. And <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what this movie went to in like the first five minutes. Yes. And so when you start off with this, okay. <laughs> Actually, maybe it really is a science fiction movie. <laughs> it is so, so not believable at all. Well, New Orleans looks like it's a post-apocalyptic hellscape, oh, which, I mean, to it be might. fair, uh, I haven't been there, so I don't know. Certainly the, the part of town that he's in, right? Because he has to come right. to the rescue of Yancey. I didn't, I didn't write down what her character name is. I don't know what anybody's character name is. His is Chance. I knew that. I know that. And that's Chance. it. Chance. Charles. Yes. Chance. And he's got to get some money so he can pay for his merchant chip right license, license. Or, or something something yeah. like that yeah. so, something yeah. stupid but the 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 other thing i wrote down was was 10 grand a lot of money in the 90s i mean i guess to somebody working on the docks in in new orleans yeah. 10 grand would would be quite a bit but it's not like right i'm gonna risk my life for ten thousand dollars kind of money 10 grand was a year of graduate school tuition at oregon state university yeah but i did like an inflation calculator on it. it's 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 about 20 grand today Hmm. So yeah, it's not really uh, risking my life, money, huh? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if it went to like twenty five k, I could see somebody going for it. And I, I mean, you know, <laughs> it, this this is me speaking from a position of some privilege. So I don't know. Oh, I actually wrote that down. I guess it shows my privilege that I don't consider that <laughs> a huge windfall. <laughs> uh, one one thing that I do like about the movie is it leans into it's basically a western. Yeah, it's one. with I won't say fewer guns because there are so many guns in this yes. movie. <laughs> So much gunfire, and nobody's hitting anything. Right. The, the nice thing is, even Jean Claude Van Damme isn't hitting anything most of the time. No. 
So we're in it for the kicks. Yeah. Of course, there are doves. Um, right. Or, or pigeons. Well, yeah, I guess there are pigeons. Pigeons are doves. Fair enough. Pigeon yeah. doves. I and guess. everything explodes. And there's sparks. Yeah. Lots of places. Very, very Michael Bay in places where there's explosions. And, or, you know, John Michael a, a, a car goes through a farmer's market or something and there's sparks all over the place. And you're like, whoa. Right. You're like, why? Why is Are this? there fireworks? Yeah. <laughs> That's just metal scraping ground. That's all. Yeah. As a, as a quote, adaptation of the most dangerous game, what, what's your pronouncement? Uh, no. No? Inspired by? <laughs> no, it's, it's, no, it's a guy well. hunting guys. Yeah. It's a guy well, taking okay. advantage of people by hunting men. It's, there's no... Right, and taking advantage of the so less it's, fortunate. It's got the same general theme, people hunting people. If we're sticking with that as the, the base theme here. I think there's a large... <laughs> I'm not sure I'm part of your we. <laughs> I think that's the problem. Fair. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the... It's it's more in the Running Man kind of thing, because I mean, they're told. I, I mean, right. I guess even in the most dangerous game, he's you're, you're, the person is told that they're going to be hunted. Um, yeah, hmm. but yeah. but you know the deck is very stacked against them, right? The right. The, the the guys who are hunting them cheat really Swap badly. Games, yeah, because Arnold Vosloo is always there to Make throw a monkey sure. wrench into things before yeah. before they reach the river. Right. right. What about you, James? You've seen this movie a lot. You you like it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I like it as much now as I did back then. Probably. Do you think it's it's yeah. a good movie yeah. or or? Uh, no, no. <laughs> what what were we watching? Weren't weren't we looking up uh, the Rotten Tomato scores for Hard Target? It's yeah, better. It's better surprising. liked by critics it was, than fans. It was 60 percent forty nine. That's what it was. Sixty yeah. forty nine. Sixty tomato meter forty nine audience score. Which was like, huh? Yeah. With the movie like this, I would have expected the opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, may- maybe it is those the John Woo style that that you know some right. movie critics enjoy, or maybe it's just the name. It's John Woo. It's got to be something good. Maybe right. John Woo and John Claude Van Damme. So it's so wootiful. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I I kind of look at Hard Target and surviving the game as like the Prestige and the Illusionist or Armageddon and and Deep impact, right? I mean, it's they're they're a, a year apart basically, right? And surviving the game comes in. By the way, we're moving on to surviving the game, nineteen ninety four, directed right. by Ernest R. Dickerson, who I don't recognize, starring Ice T, Rutger Hauer, Charles S. Dutton, John C. McGinley, Gary Busey, F. Murray Abraham, Academy Award winner F. Murray Abraham is in this movie. <laughs> Gary Busey was fantastic. The, the movie took Not long. <laughs> well, no, yeah. no, he wasn't. And, and so, previous history, you'd seen this one. Yeah. Okay. And you'd seen this one. Yep. Okay. This is this is one that I had not seen. I, I realized at some point during the movie, I'm like, I I know I have not seen this far. I'd seen as far right. as like the treadmill when uh, when, when he's trying yeah, out for it, yeah, but I hadn't right, seen right, anything right. else. Um, and it was like on TNT or something. Um, See, that's what I think is all these all these hard target. This movie, they were all on like TNT back in the day. So I was like, yeah, that's what, that was like my channel back then. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I don't think I ever saw the introduction to that movie. Yeah. Oh, you so probably saw like the middle bit like ten million times. <laughs> yeah, like if you started twenty five minutes in, right? That's right there. Yep. So yep. it's ninety six minutes. Yep. The first twenty minutes drags pretty bad. Because yep. um, yeah. basically, as soon as they get to the cabin, you're like, okay, now I'm now I'm interested. But be- before then, I mean, it's it's doing some important stuff, important for the screenplay, I suppose, setting up mm-hmm. the the Chekhov's blocked barrel, <laughs> the Chekhov's check <laughs> yeah. check barrel, yeah, <laughs> uh, Chekhov's gun. Really, do we find out that they had hunted a friend of his? Who did the dog belong to? We don't know. Did it belong to the guy who died in the bus? I don't know. I, Which like, dog? 
I, I was expecting like anyway. him to find a name when he went in the trophy room and for it to be significant to him. Oh, he just found his name. He found his name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I think the dog is there to describe that, you know, he's basically a decent person yeah. and he's last, he's lost the last thing worth living for right. his, right. You know, his dog. And then his, and then his, his friend. best friend, his, yeah. his mentor. Yeah. I think I'm getting mixed up with hard target. Because wasn't it, wasn't it like another army buddy of his? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah, I'm yeah. totally getting it mixed yep. up with our target. No, no, it was her. It was her brother, her father, her father. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That's yeah. right. Because they were hunting vets mm-hmm. who were working for someone in the news, selling newspapers or something yeah. like that. That's all weird. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was like how they were finding them, and yeah. Then the guy was sizing them up for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and you know so. There is a bit in Hard Target that's that's a bit of class warfare, right? Because the the people that they're hunting are down on their luck. Yeah, um, well, same here. But the and surviving the game, game right? definitely yeah, has that as well. Definitely we, scoping out homeless people. Homeless yeah, scum. It, it's it's the one percent hunting yeah. hunting them and making man men out of their sons. Right, and like you mentioned, <laughs> well, right? For one of them. <laughs> for one of them. Well, but yeah, Gary Busey uh, does. I mean, like the best part of the movie is him talking about when his father made a man out of him. I call this my right. birthmark. Right. <laughs> it's a fantastic monologue. And like the movie gets yeah, markedly worse when he gets killed off. For yep. me. <laughs> it was kind of the high point of the movie when he blew up in the house. R- right when the thing buffered. Right. <laughs> I kind of missed that. Dang uh, it. <laughs> there is though, credit where it's due in surviving the game, there is the discussion of the empathy with the, with the hunted. I see actually brings it up. Where he, he talks about, well, he, how do you right. think the, the prey feels about it? And then and then when he turns the table on him at the end, right? He's like, how's it feel? Mm-hmm. So it's it's very much the, the hunter does come to identify with the with the prey. Just like in the source material. Like, yes. yes. Canon. Although it's completely inverted. <laughs> it in is. the story up front, you're told, hey, I'm a hunter right. and, I, and I hunt my animals and I don't think they care about it. Right. Whereas this demonstrates. Right. Yes. It's the bad hunter. Doing us. And, th- and that's the thing. Like, this this one doesn't acknowledge that there are good hunters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which, big game hunters, you know, like we said in the previous one, like that's, that's it's not real popular. Right. And I get it, because it's, it's sport hunting. I, I totally understand, like, gr- growing up in Alaska, there were always people who would get a, get a tag and go take a moose, and that would feed them for the entire winter. Sure. Right. Um, Definitely. Yeah. My, my family did that several times. Mm-hmm. My dad was a logger. My mom was a nurse. Uh, sometimes one or the other of them was out of work. And mm-hmm. sometimes the only meat in the freezer was what my dad had hunted in October. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, uh, my brother-in-law, Ed, and my dad would go and, and fill the freezers up with salmon. So. Oh, that sucks for you. <laughs> I was out of the house by then. Oh, good. It was nice for Elaine when we were home. Because <laughs> there, there was always salmon. Uh, yeah. Yeah. 96 minutes, you know, doesn't super overstay its welcome. And it has the nice Chekhov's right. gun thing, which, I mean, you can totally see coming if you remember what happened at the beginning. Right. What did he stuff it with in the end? It was kind of hard to... A, a cigarette. Tell. Was it a cigarette? Yeah. Okay, okay. It's and a... I thought the wording looked like this. The cigarettes he was smoking. Okay, sorry. Yeah, because they make a big deal about, you know, how many cigarettes per day do you smoke? Right. As many as I can get. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, when they offer him some, he doesn't take them. Mm-hmm. And then he uses them to decoy them in. Right. Right. And then uses one at the end to trigger the gun malfunction. Yeah, yeah I, thought, I thought the uh, oh yeah, and even more cannon. He set traps along the way. Yeah, yes. it is. <laughs> I, I mean, did like all the traps he was it's, setting. It's just that. proof. Fun. Cigarettes kill. <laughs> 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 I'm not totally sure that a cigarette stuffed down a barrel would compromise it that badly, but yeah, yeah. 
Fair point. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, like, like a squib load is very dangerous, right? Where, where there's, there's something like, like what happened to Brandon Lee, where, where there's a blank that didn't, didn't clear the barrel. Mm. And so that, that got stuck in there. And then when the next round was fired, it got propelled out. And so that, that's why I'm, I'm like, I'm not sure I'd be so blithely yeah. just walking in a straight line away from the guy whose barrel you just jammed with something. Cause I'm not sure that something's not going to come shooting out the front, but the script says it's going to work that way. Right. Right. Yes. Plot, it, it, it was well established. Plot shielding. Yes. Plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, surviving the game. Anything further to say about surviving the game? No, we, we, we got to get Colin's uh, opinion. Ad- yeah. Adaptivity. Uh, oh, adaptivity? <laughs> uh, you know, you. I, I was initially pretty skeptical, but you pointed out some really good things that I must not have been paying paying close attention to, or, or I've just become too skeptical of, of doing seven of these now. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd say it's fairly canonical. I mean, I mean it's like, it's the core idea redone in completely different ways. It's right. not like mm-hmm. really canonical beat for beat for the story, but sure. it's got all the yeah. right pieces in there for the most part. And this is another one that was shot in the Northwest. So it was shot in like the Wenatchee Forest or something in central Washington. I think it said it was supposed to be in Hell's Canyon, which is in Oregon. Yeah. But, right. uh, you know, Northwest. Yeah. It's nice because the, <laughs> the, the one that we hated last time was also shot on the... Oregon and Washington right. coast. Yes, it was. <laughs> they, should have, they should have just kept going north yep. and not stopped. <laughs> yeah. Should have gone to Kodiak. Okay. And then, and then. <laughs> the last movie. So when we, when we started, when we were talking about what we were going to do for this one, I didn't know if we were going to do four movies. Uh, I had a hard right. time finding the 1945 one and it turned out it was right there on YouTube. Right. Um, but not super available in other places. And uh, there were, there were other movies that I thought, okay, let's do that. And we, we decided to do surviving the game for our, Cowatch, as we call it, co-watch. Cowatch. But I had also wanted to watch 2020's The Hunt <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> with Hilary Swank and Betty Gilpin. <laughs> and, it, and so so I watched that one and then convinced you guys to watch it. Right. Um, How did you come across this movie? <laughs> I remember when it came out and it was controversial. Oh, okay. And, and I remember hearing from people... This is a good movie, and it doesn't really deserve the controversy. Um, <laughs> yeah, not, not, which is almost not a self-fulfilling really, prophecy. But, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it kind of is. The, the movie almost sort of covers some of some of why <laughs> some of what happened. Right. Um, <laughs> well, and you should, you should also mention that there was like a two year delay in the release of it because yeah. of the um, because of some shootings. Not just some shootings, but the uh, the majority party changed after an eight year political run. Yes, and it, it was thought that you know any kind of mm. political commentary about. The ruling about, party in power. About, yeah, about wars, about uh, disunity in the country, right? Not yeah. necessarily helpful. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Not inaccurate. No. But I, I do want to mention, you know, this one's available on Amazon Freebie. So it's it's available, in the, at least in the U.S., sorry. I always forget that it, things are available in different places in Canada and the rest of the world, the green parts of not America. Um, <laughs> but uh, so, so I recommend it. I, I think it's an interesting movie and, uh, and worth watching and it's 90 minutes. Right. Mm-hmm. Including credits. It's not. Uh, it oh, it yeah. is a movie that does not screw around. Uh, it I gets right it. to the point. <laughs> uh, very little. I mean, like, like surviving the game, there's some fluff at the beginning that, mm-hmm. that you're like, okay, I understand this is some character setup, but you could just have fun and get right to it. Dude, the first five, in the first five minutes, they do his brains are on the wall. That's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It, it, that, that's another thing. It's a Blumhouse movie. Yeah. And, and it, 
has plenty of <laughs> plenty of bloody violence in it. Yep. And so, if you know, if if <laughs> that's and the music something you too. like, actually, I really enjoyed the, the opening music. It was awesome. the other thing I enjoyed was some of the character names, and I didn't I didn't write any of them down. It's just when you look uh, in the cast list, right? It's uh, okay. Let me let me just look it up because uh, well, I remember her. She was Snowball. <laughs> well, that's what they called her. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so uh, one of the guys they called Staten Island. <laughs> Gary, the official character name on IMDb is sh- Shut the Bleep Up, Gary. <laughs> Played by Ethan Supley from nice. uh, Remember the Titans. Uh, somebody yelled football, I come running. <laughs> the big guy. Haven't seen it. That's one of the great sports movies of all time. I'm calling you out. You have yeah. my list of shame. I do. You never say, let's get together and be like, shameless. Uh, there's also Yoga Pants, Vanilla Nice, <laughs> Big Red. <laughs> Emma Roberts is in this movie for about eight minutes. Who's Emma Roberts? Uh, uh, she's not. She plays yoga pants. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> but she's yeah, she's a, a well-known actress. Okay, I can see why I don't know her because I have not seen any movies with her other than this one, which is fine. Was she the the blonde that gets like unexpectedly blown up in the first two minutes, being out of, out of the box? Yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so Dang. what do we want to talk about about this movie? <laughs> well, let's let's. Let's unwind the premise and roll it forward so that people understand what happens. Okay. A bunch of liberal people make some jokes in a private text thread. Mm -hmm. And the thread gets leaked. And they all lose their jobs. Right. They all get canceled. They all get canceled. And so the liberal people decide that they're going to get revenge on the conservative people who caused it to happen. And because they're liberal people, they're smart and they have money and computer skills. So they hunt down the people in forums who amplified their, their, their text thread and kidnap them all and take them to Arkansas, also known as right. Croatia, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> where they spend time hunting them down. Right. They right. shoot them. They blow them up. They impale them. They poison them. Yeah. Grenade them. That was hilarious, by the way. <laughs> yes. Did you pull the pin? Oh, I forgot to pull the pin. And then another one just pops in there. <laughs> I, oh, I, I thought you were talking about when the guy got the grenade down his pants. Yeah. Well, that was awesome, uh, too. That was good stuff, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I just thought it was funny. It was like, oh, I forgot to pull the pin? Throw another. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's funny because, like, when I think of cancel culture, I think of conservatives saying something stupid and getting canceled by, by liberals on the internet. Oh, that's that can be farther from the truth. Look at James Gunn. Look yeah, I at, guess. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh gosh, the congressman who got in trouble for groping that lady through her body armor. Used to write for SNL from Michigan. Yeah, he got canceled. Mm. You know, three okay. years later, he's back. It can be anybody. That cancel culture is not, okay. not particular to conservatives or liberals. Right. It's just the idea that you do something so horrible that whether you did something illegal or not, mm-hmm. that society is going to you know reject you. Yeah. Yeah. I've just always thought of it as, as kind of a like an overreaction from people, mm-hmm. lots of times from people with good intentions, probably saying that that's the kind of thing that can't be said. And with without any idea of what the context is, and that's very much what this is in, in the movie, right? Because it's leaked texts that get, get taken very literally. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they're and and turn into a right-wing conspiracy theory right. manorgate yes. right manorgate um, and, <laughs> and, and then i do yeah. lo- i do love that it follows through that where you get the very QAnon kind of person saying hey, these are crisis actors you know right. where there's actually really <laughs> real refugees but there is an yeah, embedded guy with them that there, yes. there is yeah that, yeah that was the 
I'm from. That was funny. from Cincinnati, Connecticut? <laughs> I'm from Connecticut. Connecticut yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like how they just made it real in the end. That's like what it actually became, right? Right. Yeah. I guess if you've got enough money, you can. You can. <laughs> I love the. It's not a manor. <laughs> Airbnb. <laughs> it's a house I rented. <laughs> right. Right. Um, but uh, you know the. the I thought Betty Gilpin was fantastic. Oh, it, oh yeah, she was so freaking fantastic. Um, yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, like super, like great with the stunts, great with the mm-hmm. just stone cold. <laughs> great with some of her looks too. She's like, like yeah, wow, yep, you're doing crazy pretty well there. I like it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So one of the one of the uh, conservative people they kidnap is the wrong conservative. Right. She's, right. She has a similar name to the person that was on there, but. She went to Afghanistan. Right. She might mm-hmm. be an army ranger yeah. based on the quality of what she can do, which is, inc- uh-huh. I mean, pretty bad. Pretty bad. I mean, it starts off yeah. with her building yeah. a compass out of a needle and her own hair. Right. And then ends with her kicking the butt of an army drill sergeant. Yes. <laughs> and uh, bruleeing herself into a state of health so she can fly fly home. Right. Yeah, that was pretty awesome. When she, she's just like, uh, I mean, they, they set up Chekhov's caviar here, right? On the way over. Right. One of the rich guys, uh, rich 1% uh, yeah. Yeah. is asking about some kind of caviar and, and the waitress, or no waitress, stewardess, stewardess, flight attendant. There we go. <laughs> I'm going to get canceled. Um, and the flight attendant has never tried it. Um, and then at the end, you know. No, he wasn't asking about the caviar. He was asking about something. Champagne. That's right. He was asking, yeah, some esoteric bottle of champagne, which ended up being in their house. Yeah. Super expensive. Uh, and he was wondering you know, if, they, if they had something else besides the caviar. Because she was recommending the caviar. Right. That's right. right? Yeah, yeah. And then at the end, yeah, she was like, have you ever tried this? I'm like, no. Well, here, have some. <laughs> She's yeah. like, drink it out of the bottle. <laughs> yes. She, she is a woman of that's the people. Fantastic. Uh, I, I did I did enjoy it. Like, it, it's almost, it's sort of self-aware and kind of doesn't take itself too seriously as well. Because mm-hmm. when you have the final fight between the two female leads and they stop a couple of times. And there's yeah. one time you're just like, no, don't break don't the break champagne. The oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Right, she, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No she, more totally, she totally pitches to rescue the bottle of champagne. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I like the, the don't break the, stop breaking the windows. Yeah. Don't break the windows. <laughs> We're over budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just not, like I get, there's too much gun violence in the United States. I understand that. And if people object to a, a movie based on that, I get it. Um, but the idea that it's a movie about liberals hunting conservatives, that's, it's not really what it's about. It's about yeah, not really. being jerks on the internet um, and having no responsibility for it. And, you know, you don't want to see people drugged and <laughs> gagged and put on an airplane <laughs> and taken to a foreign country to be right. hunted down for doing that kind of stuff. But uh, still don't be trolls on the internet. Yeah. The other thing is, although it, the, the word deplorable is mentioned. Yes. Right? They were going to hunt deplorables <laughs> at the manor. And that's what, that was yeah. the origin of Mannergate. Yeah. Without right. the word deplorables. It's not quite as on the nose. It's not yeah. quite as on the nose. Right. Yeah. Um, the, but the, yeah. the other thing is, and, and I think this is true, is the, the message about don't be so quick to believe the worst of your political rival. Right? Because here you have these liberal people joking about hunting deplorables. And that's all that it took. Because somebody's going to believe that because they believe that the people on the other side are evil. And, yeah. and you see this on, I mean, sorry to say, you see it from both sides. Oh, yeah. Um, just assuming that, well, if you voted for that guy, then, mm-hmm. then you are a racist, you know, and, and giving no room for 
how gullible people can be and how they can, how they can put on blinders and not see what everybody else sees or what half the country sees. Right. Yeah. Half, depending half on, country. yeah, it doesn't matter which half. Yeah. So the, the, the main plot is ostensibly liberals hunting conservatives, yeah. but the liberals are the most, are the most horrible liberals yes. <laughs> right? who are judgmental and culturally oversensitive yeah. to a point where you're not trying to respect other people, but mm-hmm. you, yeah, where you're canceling people because of it. Mm-hmm. And, um, <laughs> I, did, yeah, I, I think, by I the, think way, the wrong crystal was straight up part of the problem too. Right. Yeah. 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 Right? yeah. Well, yeah. and her name snowball. Right. Oh yeah. <laughs> at the at the end, that's what convinced me that she wasn't this you know uneducated person on the internet believing whatever she mm-hmm. reads or hears and passes it on because right. she had read Orwell. Yep, and right. obviously knew it very well. Right. Yeah, I did like that too. When when she corrects her on, well, you know, right? You're really more like Snowball. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> Although I, so again, believability. Mm-hmm. There's there's not a lot of believability to be had in this movie. No, no. But again, the thing the thing that took me out of it was right at the very end. Crystal has Crystal's been impaled through the shoulder with something, and she has one of the sharpest things known to man: a food processor blade sticking out of her sternum. <laughs> right. And she no, it was more like right here. It wasn't the sternum. It was right here. No, it was up here. Yeah, it was. He was below the sternum. It was in. It was in the. Yeah, it was. It was, up the, it was in the uh, like your oblique area. Yeah, that's why she survived. Instead of having well, what's she her had abs, character? that was the thing. She, she had abs, therefore it just launched the muscle. <laughs> I see. So when she grabs her opponent and you know pulls her into right. it, and then it pulls out and goes into her body instead. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Abs the other chick had a straight up stomach wound, which slow death. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, yeah, it does strain believability. But yes. how did how did Ice T get back to Seattle in three days from wherever he was? I guess yeah, he thumped geez, a ride. That's all I was wondering. He had a motorcycle and two hundred dollars in his pocket. I guess he did have a motorcycle, did he? didn't he? Yeah. Okay. Fine. Oh yeah, yeah. We saw it in the end, didn't we? <laughs> but he had gotten blowed up pretty good. So. Yeah. 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 I I I don't think that the hunt is a movie that's supposed to be taken super seriously. Um, no. No. It, it's it's supposed yeah. to be, you know, comedically violent, and it definitely is. Definitely, especially the, the last you know super ten minutes with all that choreographed fighting. And, yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah but yeah she definitely showed that she was more intelligent than they were giving her credit for mm-hmm. like like you said first first thing you see her is getting her bearings yeah Dawn, come and on, she's obviously Dawn. weapon trained and hand-to-hand yeah and she's she spotted the trip trained. yeah she spotted the tripwire on the truck you know and and yeah she knows what she's doing a trip on the truck was pretty slick and the whole rabbit and the tortoise new story oh yeah, yeah. that was a good one <laughs> yep you know main character isn't a hunter uh, there isn't really. I mean, it it's definitely not right. a most dangerous game kind of thing. It's more. It's more like a Squid Game or or something like that, where it's certain people. It's not even that because there's not another layer of it where there's rich people enjoying the show. Because right. and and that's that's the kind of clever thing about the movie is it sets it up so that you think this is something that they do every year. You know that that goes on like in Surviving the Game, and you find out that no, this is the first time they've right. done this. <laughs> they didn't do it very well either. Nope. Well, it went pretty well except for the fact that they got the wrong girl. Yeah, they, they picked on, on on the wrong woman. Yeah, that's true. If she wasn't there, they probably all would have all wiped out pretty quick. Yeah, because yeah. you know, Ma and Pop were doing a good job. Yeah, <laughs> pretty awesome. And it, it does leave you with this idea that you don't know if it happened before or after when everybody started losing their jobs. Yeah, I, I think if you if you accept Hillary Swank's character's uh, version of the version story. of it, it's the first right. time. Yeah, they hunted down those particular people. 
Right, but you don't know that until three quarters of the way through the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So coming into it, you're like, oh, is this the next one? Was this the first one? Right. right. Yeah, we were just you don't joking. Get exposition yet? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, like, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of internet discourse where somebody says it was just a joke. Lighten up. Don't be so sensitive. And mm-hmm. they're doing that in bad faith. But there's other times where I feel like that was taken out of context and blown into something that it didn't have to be. And then no matter how you answer that, it sounds defensive and you're screwed. Right. So best thing is to just not be on the internet. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's what we all learned. Unless you're listening to our podcast. Yes, (laughs) definitely. Yeah. Just dip dip into the the internet to download the episode and then then go back to not being on the internet. Yeah. Stay off of Reddit (laughs) and Facebook and all that other social media. (laughs) Though if you would like to send us an email, you can feedback at pavementpodcast.com. (laughs) <laughs> and, and we like facebook posts too that's true yeah so uh i don't think we need to do any more of these <laughs> no nope. i think we're good uh yeah. do, do uh, we want to say though that was a great movie and uh i think my last note on it was the camera work the camera work on that movie was awesome it, it was a quality movie yeah and, and uh <laughs> and yeah i really enjoyed it do we want to rank them do we need to rank them i think we kind of did as we went through them we kind of did yeah I, I like the 1945 one and The Hunt. The other two, I, I could take or leave. Yeah, sounds about right. None of the movies were super long. No. So, so if you want right. to watch these, you know, you can you can do it in a day. We didn't do it this time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, we will not rank them. Uh, so let us know. Have you watched any of these movies? What did you think? Are we terrible people that we enjoyed The Hunt? Um, <laughs> we're not canceling anybody, and we, we hope we don't get canceled either. I think that'll do it for this time. So... Thanks, everybody, for listening, and may the road rise up to meet you, and may the book always fall open to where you left off. Bye, everyone. Ciao.